0: Death is unique to each individual, and you can't always predict what it will be like.
1: Welcome to Dog Cancer Answers, where we help you help your dog with cancer. Hi, dog lovers.
0: I'm Molly Jacobson. I'm the editor-in-chief over at DogCancer.com, where science writers, veterinarians, and cancer researchers give you better information today, so you have no regrets tomorrow. If you're trying to decide between dog euthanasia and natural death, I'm going to tell you what your veterinarian may not, because it's probably too hard for them to say in person, and it's probably too hard for you to hear in person. I want to talk about dogs dying naturally versus euthanasia, and I want to tell you the plain truth as I understand it, and I have experienced it. I want to make this really short because it's a terrible subject to talk about. And I know that if you're contemplating that decision, it's not a comfortable time for you and it's very, very hard. So first I always have to say, I am not a veterinarian and this is not medical advice. I'm just a dog mom like you, but I've been writing about and thinking about and researching cancer since 2007. So I guess I'm a knowledgeable lay person. Okay. Back to euthanasia. If you're thinking about it, I've been there myself, and here's my dog cancer tip for today. Don't think of euthanasia as giving up on your dog or as choosing the moment of your dog's death you can't actually choose the moment of death anyway. That's impossible because dying is a process. It's not a moment in time. It's a process that itself happens in stages, and it doesn't happen all at once unless it's a real emergency like you're hit by a car. Especially when the cause of death is chronic, like cancer, dying happens little by little over days or weeks or sometimes even months. For example, organs, as they start to fail, they fail little by little over time, and the results might not even show up on blood tests right away. So if you are being offered euthanasia by your veterinarian, if they are saying better one day too early than one day too late... What they're really talking about is not choosing the moment of death specifically as much as being able to control the circumstances of your dog's dying process, which is happening in stages. I don't know if you've ever sat at the bedside of someone, a human or an animal, who is dying. We imagine that What we'll see is a very loving and peaceful experience where the breaths just get softer and fainter, and then they'll just stop, and we're with them, and it'll be very sweet like it is in the movies. Or we imagine a natural death is finding our dog curled up in their favorite sunbeam, and they've died in their sleep, and that's a lovely thing, and it does happen, and it's happened in my life. I've seen that just as every birth is unique, so is every death. Think about that just for a second. Ask a mother, a midwife, or any doctor who's seen more than one birth, and they'll tell you they are not all the same. It's unique to the individual. And death is also unique. It's unique to each individual. And you can't always predict what it will be like. I can tell you that Every death I've seen or been present for has been very different from every other death. And being able to coerce or change the circumstances of the death so that they're as comfortable as possible is what veterinarians are really offering you when they offer you euthanasia. Because here's what many won't say to an upset dog lover who's already overwhelmed, already grieving, and this is like the worst day of their life, because I know it has been for me. What many veterinarians will not tell you is that a natural death does not equal an easy death. It does not equal a peaceful death, and it does not equal a pain-free death death can be painful. And because it happens in stages over a long period of time, it can be long and painful. If your veterinarian is offering you euthanasia, it's because they think this process of dying is already underway. I need to break here so we can take a listen to our sponsors, but we'll be right back with more thoughts on whether we can reverse that dying process.
2: And now a message from your dog.
0: Every day with you is like
3: a day at the beach. And I want as many beach days as possible. I want to run and sniff and find a good stick to carry. I want to roll in the grass and warm my belly in the sun. I want to walk with you, run with you, sleep with you, eat with you. And when I eat with you, I want ever pup. The green grassy beef liver spiked smell wakes my senses. You may not realize this, but it tastes like homemade gravy, especially when you wet it. It infuses any food you give me with health and life and vibrancy. I can feel it, pup traveling to every cell in my body, nourishing each one. Does it roll back time? Of course not, not really, but it helps me feel like I'm on top of the world. I'm so glad you're giving it to me every day because every day I'm so glad to be with you. I'm so grateful to be your dog and for the Everpup you give me.
2: So now that you know what your dog wants, get Everpup, the ultimate dog supplement. Everpup is available in select pet shops and on Amazon. But to get the best price possible, join the Everpup Club at everpupclub.com where you'll get your first jar for just $8 with free shipping anywhere in the U.S. Go to everpupclub.com and use the discount code DPN. That is everpupclub.com. Everpup every day. If your dog has cancer, you need to get a copy of the best-selling animal health book, The Dog Cancer Survival Guide. Because no matter what you've heard, there are always steps that you can take to help your dog fight and maybe even beat cancer. At nearly 500 pages, this comprehensive guide is your complete reference for practical, evidence-based strategies that can optimize the life quality and longevity of your dog. It's written by two of the most respected names in dog cancer, Full Spectrum Veterinarian Damien Dressler and Veterinary Oncologist Susan Ettinger. With the dog cancer survival guide you'll learn everything that you need to know about conventional treatments surgery chemotherapy and radiation including how to reduce their side effects you'll also discover the most effective non-conventional options including nutraceuticals and supplements and diet as well as mind body medicine what i love most about this book which I've used with my own dog, Kanga, when she was diagnosed with cancer, is how to analyze the options and develop a specific plan for your own dog based on your dog's type of cancer and your dog's age, your financial budget, as well as your personality. You can get the Dog Cancer Survival Guide wherever books are sold, but if you get it direct from the publisher, you will save 10% when you use the offer code, especially for listeners of this podcast. Just go to dogcancerbook.com and when you check out, use the promo code podcast and you will save 10%. The website again, dogcancerbook.com and use the promo code podcast to save 10%. I want to let you know about an important newsletter. It's called Dog Cancer News. Now with a name like that, it is not for everyone.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: Hi again, dog lover. We're back. So let's just talk for a moment about what that first thought is when we realize that the dying process may have already begun. When it comes to humans and dogs, we look for ways to maybe reverse it, right? Like, organs can sometimes recover their function enough to give us more high quality life. That may be the case for your dog. I'm not telling you to give up on your dog. What I'm telling you is that there is a point past which it's hard to reverse and another point past which it's impossible to reverse. And when it comes to humans, we offer as many comfort drugs as possible. When we realize we're past that point, right? We offer as many comfort drugs as possible to those who are in their dying process because it can be very hard. It hurts. So we don't want them to suffer. So we offer things like morphine and the little button that they can give a little bit more when they need to up to a point. That's because every cell in the body fights to live. That's what it does. So death is a struggle by definition. And every struggle is unique to that person that individual, that dog. And struggle, by definition, is hard and stressful, both for the animal and for you. And so euthanasia, where first we put the dog into a deep sleep, so they're not aware of anything, and then inject a barbiturate, an agent that stops the heart very quickly and without a lot of drama. It just stops it. It stops the heart, so they're already asleep, and they're not feeling anything, they're not aware of what happens when the moment of death is here and we're sparing them suffering. No death is kind. I've been in the presence of dogs who've died naturally, and I've been in the presence of those who've died of euthanasia. Neither are easy to witness for me, and I would not choose for anybody to die if I had my magic wand operational, which I don't. I offer this perspective to you as just something to consider when you're thinking about your dog's inevitable death. It's hard truth, isn't it? That death is inherently a struggle and almost always painful in some way. And it happens over a long period of time, or it can, and not just in the moment that the heart stops. So when you're thinking, oh, is it too soon or too late? Remember, you can't choose that moment anyway. Even if you make an appointment for euthanasia and go through that whole process, there's nothing about that where you're choosing the exact minute that the heart stops beating. The heart stops beating when the heart stops beating. That is unique to your dog. So rather than thinking, is it too soon or too late? The real question or the question that I suggest that you think about is how much control do I have? And is there anything I can do to increase the level of control? That's what your veterinarian is really offering when you're being offered euthanasia. Some degree of control over the circumstances in which your dog's death happens. I'm not going to tell you my death stories because honestly, I don't think that's possible. Uh, whether by euthanasia or by natural death, the miracle of death, and I do experience it as a miracle, it's the passing of great souls from the physical body. That is just awesome in the original sense of the word. It fills me with awe, and um, I cannot really put it into words. I don't have the words to convey it. I can only tell you that the pain and trauma of losing someone you love at the moment of death is enough pain and trauma for both of you. All the other suffering that might come along with a natural death might be optional. If you can avoid suffering, it's worth thinking about it. And because death happens in stages, not all at one time, you might think of this as a time when your dog is already started on their process and you are simply easing their passage. You are simply helping them to make their last breaths, their last heartbeats more comfortable and less of a struggle. I personally find comfort, and this is my own thing, I personally find comfort in knowing that my dog's Pain and struggle will end at death, even though my pain and struggle will continue (laughs) increase even as I mourn my dog. You know, I don't think mourning ever really ends. It just gets easier to bear. I know that I'm still mourning my dog, Lori, who died in childbirth when I was only three years old. But it comforts me to know that Lori and my dogs and my humans who have died, in my mind, they're all somewhere together, smiling at me right now and encouraging me as I deliver this hard message. It's hard for me to say, and I'm sure it's hard for you to listen to. Anyway, that's what I can tell you as a fellow dog mom and someone who knows this pain— Your veterinarian might not be able to say these things so directly to you because they're such hard truths to say directly to someone's face, especially in a professional venue. But we do our best, me and my fellow writers and veterinarian friends over at dogcancer.com to tell those hard truths. And I hope you'll take good care of yourself during this time we're all thinking of you. I hope you'll give your dog a cuddle from me. And if you would like to reach out, please join us in our Facebook support group. I'm Molly Jacobson. And for all of us here at Dog Podcast Network, I'm wishing you and your dog a very warm
1: aloha. Thank you for listening to Dog Cancer Answers. If you'd like to connect, please visit our website at dogcancer.com.